Welcome back to the Hollis Guy Podcast. Thank you for tuning back in with us today. I am one half of your host, Stephen. And I'm Kyle. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? It's going. It is a going. So, today you're taking the wheel. What do you have for us? Driving us off a bridge. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what bridge is that? Project Bluebeam. Oh. Has a lot of ties and different conspiracies really it's it's emerging but it mostly has to deal with aliens religion and the nwo damn and not hulk hogan (laughs) oh never mind i'm out (laughs) anyway before we get into that though we got to get through the business so you can check us out at all of the socials facebook instagram twitter youtube just search Hollow Sky and we will be there. Come over, hang out at our fan page, and chat up a bunch of weird stuff, and it'll just be cool. If you've got a creepy story, Kyle's going to tell you how to tell us about it. Well, you can call us, and you that number is going to be one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow You can record it on your phone using your voice memo app. And then simply emailing it to us at hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. You can write a story and submit it to the the same email. Or now we're getting ready to start doing interviews. So if you think that you'd be willing to do an interview with us, you know, let us know in like the subject line or whatever. Tell us your story. That way, we're halfway prepared for you. And then we can uh, link up and do the thing. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Or on our voicemail, you guys just want to call and leave us whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, call and talk to us. Yeah, it'll be cool. And if you listen to us on iTunes podcasts, make sure to pop over there and leave us a rating and review, preferably five-star. You can leave whatever you want, but if you leave us a five-star, we're going to shout you out. So that'd be dope. But feel free to go over there and critique us. Tell us what what you're liking, what you're not liking. It helps us kind of pop up the charts and become more visible on um, Apple's podcast. So it definitely helps out. So jump over there and leave us something. That'd be awesome. Before Kyle jumps on the wheel here and takes over, we have our listener submission today. It is from Brandon and Ellis two of our buddies here in Jerseyville and we have they have a little story for you so here is Ellis's encounter what's good guys I've got a quick little story to tell this story will be pretty fun for us familiar with the area so excuse me for being unable to paint a better picture for the other listeners on Sunday August 11th my wife my five-year-old son and myself were driving from downtown Grafton up the route three hill to the top of the bluffs we're almost out of Grafton when my son said did you guys just see that My wife said, no, he didn't. What was it? My son replied, it was Bigfoot. I said, what? What was he doing? He said, he was just standing there looking looking at me up in the woods. My wife said, are you sure? Was it real? What did it look like? He said, he was standing by a tree. He was really tall and hairy. We both kind of looked at each other and said, well, that sounds like a Bigfoot. He actually wanted us to turn around and go back and look, but there wasn't really a good place to turn around and we were on our way to a birthday party. I asked him multiple times if he was sure that it was a Bigfoot and not something else. He swore to me it was a Bigfoot and that it couldn't have been anything else. Now, my son probably has only seen a version of Bigfoot on a gaming channel he watches on YouTube. 
I've seen this game and I suppose it looks pretty similar to what he would call a Bigfoot, but he hasn't watched this video in months, so I know it hasn't been fresh in his mind. Could have been a figment of his imagination, possibly, but he's not the type of kid to tell tall tales. Maybe with the area and the locals in that area, it could have been a cutout or a target or something. Maybe, maybe a legitimate Bigfoot, probable. So it kind of hit us as pretty weird, so I knew that it needed to be shared. Keep up the good work. Love you guys. Beef. Interesting thing about that is it's not too far from where my oldest boy ever had his sighting, which is just down the road at Clifton Terrace. Ironically enough, after our last episode, it's just a couple miles down the road or down the road from the Pisaw Bird. Yes. Yeah, so not that there's much correlation there, but still, all it's in a weird area. area. Yeah. So I. Definitely give him the benefit of the doubt. For know? sure. Because as I applaud Brandon for pointing out that it could be a cutout or a target, if it was a target, that would be really ignorant because there's a lot of houses in the area of Clifton Terrace. You know, to the, I guess it would be the south. Yeah, but his was on Route 3. Oh, shit. I was thinking Clifton Terrace. Yeah, every, I kind of threw you for a loop there because that's where Everett saw his was on Clifton right, Terrace. Right, gotcha, 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 gotcha. But that, I mean, there are houses in that yeah, area on Route 3. For sure, yeah. That would, still wouldn't be a smart place for a target. And those cutouts are kind of getting popular now, those big metal cutouts. I've seen them around. They are. Could be someone just playing tricks, but like I said, there's been multiple sightings in the area. Yeah, because that would have been right around where the one caller saw it. Yeah. It's pretty much in, like like we said before, the BFRO did their big town hall at Pier Marquette just a 10 minutes down the road. Right. So I feel like, like I said before, where there's smoke, there's probably fire. So my gut's saying he probably saw something. I'm with he you on that. Probably saw something squatchy. I'm with you on that. So thanks again for calling in, guys. We love hearing from you dudes. And Ellis, if you see any more Bigfoots, make sure to tell your dad so he calls us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So on that note, Kyle's going to jump into his Project Bluebeam. Good old Project Bluebeam. Now, this is one hell of a conspiracy. And basically, is NASA attempting to help the NWO to implement implement a New Age religion? Not Hulk Hogan and Sting. It probably would have been cooler if those guys would have been the ones taking over. But, Hulk Hogan just leg drop a new religion to the world. I mean, that's one way to get people to follow. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. Now, apparently, NASA and the NWO are going to try to bring forth the Antichrist as the, the modern savior and poster child for the NWO. That sounds like a terrible idea to me. For sure. And one of the, you know, you, you would initially think, well, how are they going to do that? Well, apparently it's going to be accomplished with technology that simulates the second coming. Uh, which sounds horrifying. Because you would imagine... Like in the Bible. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. And so these ideas were brought to light by a journalist and a conspiracy theorist. And the conspiracy theorist was Sergei Monast. After presenting this theory with the unnamed journalist, they didn't make it very long after that. You know, they they presented this theory in around 94, I believe. 
And apparently these two were dead in 1996. And ironically enough, they both died of heart attacks. That's crazy. Yeah. So you can imagine as to how it fuels the fire in the conspiracy world. You know, everybody is assuming and putting together that these two were assassinated. And there was even reports that some government agency kidnapped Sergei's child in order to keep him quiet about Project Bluebeam. That's crazy. Yeah. But apparently he just kept rolling with the dice, I guess. Because he ended up dead. So did he get his daughter back? I don't know. It didn't it didn't go into too much. I couldn't find much on that. I'm assuming probably because if they didn't, they would probably make a big deal out of it. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> um Now it's been pondered how would the NWO rise to power? Because there's been a you know, there the NWO is always moving chess pieces in the back channels. You know, we never you would never know that they're openly manipulating the world to set up their their future agendas. Um, It's not something that you could do by force, which makes the NWO a whole lot more sinister. You know, because getting people to follow you because you force them to, you're always going to have sex that want to up you know uprise and fight and basically become free again yeah just but, nonconformists right but the theory that is laid out suggests that they will use a one world religion which could be equally if not more powerful than a one world government oh yeah people take their religion way more seriously exactly or they used to anyway now it's getting kind of Iffy. It is getting wish-washy, but you know there's still millions of people who are all in with their religion. Without a doubt. And and what is more what is more powerful than a belief? You know, if you are all in on a belief, what's more powerful than that? And not to mention, not only now are you all in on this belief, but if you have the masses backing this belief you're unstoppable especially religion yeah especially religion exactly like people die for their religion like wars have been fought lost and won just in the name of religion right well and i mean it's he's not a very good person but look what adolf hitler did you know he completely manipulated germany and made them believe in what he believed, and they were a force to be reckoned with. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Uh, it's you know it's like I said, it's much easier to control people that already believe in your cause. So how does he suggest that they're going to go about doing this? Like how how is NASA and the government going to convince everyone that? the the second coming is happening like like this big religious uptick is going on right like gonna be happening it's it's a crazy a, a crazy journey honestly um it suggests that 
they're going to be using some type of advanced technology that will essentially trick people into believing. And it's still, you know, insanely hard to fathom because how are you going to, you know, project onto the masses to have them without any doubt, without any question, you know, they're going to believe no matter what. I mean, I, I literally cannot sit here and think of a way to do that. But they theorized that NASA and the United Nations are going to be working together to help push this agenda. Which is, you know, interesting because they both have large influence. They're both pretty powerful. They're both extremely powerful. They have money at their disposal. And they both... M- NASA for sure, but they both have access to technology. It's a good start. Okay, and then, <clears throat> you know, diving diving into it a little farther, uh, there's essentially, from what my research has shown, four steps to Project Bluebeam. Step one, you have to strip away all archaeological knowledge apparently faking earthquakes around the world in precise locations and I find this really odd because I was listening to a tinfoil hat episode the other day and shout out yeah for sure Sam Tripoli tinfoil hat it's a great show if you love conspiracies yeah that dude dives down some rabbit holes that are wild and he goes hard he goes so hard but I feel like that's a big undertaking, completely stripping all, like, archaeological history. Well, for sure. Like, that's... I mean, you see it now, like, with the Taliban and sex like that blowing up statues and all different sorts of shit like that. But erasing it on a worldwide scale... Be super difficult. And that's, like, what what would be their reasoning for that? You know what I mean? Like, to to erase the history, I understand, but th- and then what? Are they going to build new history or... Well, I think that's what it's suggesting. I think it's suggesting that somehow in these locations, because that's apparently what these earthquakes are going to be for. And as I was saying, I was listening to that episode on Tinfoil Hat, and there was a guy that they had on from Forbidden Knowledge News with Chris Matthew. And it was it's just so weird because he was talking about engineered earthquakes in extremely odd places around along the planet. And you know, he's talking about like seismic activity in New York. Dude, that and, shit immediately makes me think of harp. Right. And that's kind of what he goes into. And the dude does his research, so you cannot throw him out. Because he literally, he's just a small-time guy like us, but he he will cross-reference American news with Korean news, with China news, and he will literally sit there and grind through their, like, Korean articles. He will copy and paste entire articles into a translator and then go through the entire article to cross-reference see what they're hearing that we're not hearing exactly. and what we're not hearing that they're hearing and exactly that's so crazy. so dude does his work 
Now, like I was saying, um, apparently they're in these earthquake locations. They're going to find new discoveries, quote unquote. Uh, uh, that makes sense. But they're going to be fake. That makes sense. Right. So you erase the history that we've all known. Yep. Then you can have these ancient artifacts. <laughs> yep. To rewrite a new history. Yep. Yep, they're going to... I was doing air quotes there, <laughs> for the record. <laughs> and apparently it will explain to everyone the error of all fundamental religious doctrines. Oh, shit. Now, at the tip of this spear, there's two in particular that they're going to try to tear apart right out of the gate. Christians and Muslims. Oh, yeah. They're the two, they're the two heavy hitters. Exactly. They're, they're going to go right at them. Because, I mean, you have billions of people between those two religions yep. that buy into that stuff. You right. know what I mean? You might, If you knock those two pillars down, it's not probably going to be too hard to take the rest of them down. No. And, I mean, you know, a, a couple different avenues my mind took is what in the world could they find that would over, like, literally in one night destroy two religions that have withstood... Everything, yeah. time, wars, science. I mean, they have withstood everything. And not only are they going to tear that apart, but they're also going to rebuild in the same night and launch their religion. It's freaking crazy. It is crazy. Terrifying. But the other thought that I had, and we've talked about this a little bit off of the mic, but do you remember when we started looking into the NWO, the Illuminati, and yeah. what, what was the very top echelon of Brotherhood that, of the Snake? The Brotherhood of the Snake. Now, remember what we read about with the Brotherhood of the Snake? I remember Googling it from your computer. Yeah. And then they hacked into your internet. But I thought it was weird because, <laughs> yeah. That the, might be true, but it might not be yeah. true. Yeah. But I thought it was weird because in the little bit of research that we did on them, we found that there are accusations that they actually created religion. Yeah. We, when so I was that's looking, weird in reference to what's going on in Project Bluebeam. Yeah, that they created Christianity. Yes. Is what it is. Essentially, they created Christianity to mold it however they wanted to. And then they could kind of play off of it as they will, as they would. Right. Like a lot of people think that they were like practicing dark arts or Satan into Satan, so to speak. So they created Christianity to kind of take everyone's eyes off of it a little bit. Right. And they can kind of push that however they want. I just thought it was weird that the correlations between what this theory conspiracy proposes and the, what we found on a little bit of the Brotherhood of the Snake. I thought it just it lined up very well, and it's very odd. So with that being said, essentially what this is, there is being proposed right now has happened before with the Brotherhood of the Snake. If they actually oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got created Christianity. I got you. You know, if they created it to use to their advantage. So they're just, yeah, essentially just trying to redo it again. Right. Which makes you wonder if they're behind it or if this is like a new thing trying to take over where they had their stuff. Right. And I mean, 
from what we did find on the Brotherhood of the Snake, they are the top echelon, and they created the Illuminati, the NWO, the Rosicrucians, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, they're blah. all kind of like just trickle-down effect right. of the Brotherhood. But Another thing I just thought of to kind of circle back to that first, the first part of the plan, the first step, yeah. is if you have these massive, massive earthquakes, like life-altering earthquakes around the planet, what's the first thing people are going to do? Get scared. Oh, for sure. You're going to strike fear. You're going to strike fear into people, and they're going to start. Where do people go when they're scared? What do they look for? Religion. Exactly. They go to God. They go to this, and they go to that. And once everybody's already got that on their mind, oh, look at this artifact here that says Jesus never existed. Right. Look at this artifact here that says Allah never existed. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. They're going to be so stressed. Yeah, it's because a fear, of the. It's a double whammy. It's a yeah, fear tactic on top of just sure. rewriting that history. For sure, that's that's crazy. I didn't even look at it from that angle, because they, they're going to be so stressed and so afraid from the natural disasters that's going on. Then you're going to slap them with the fact that their religion is garbage. Then they're going to have no one to look forward to, yep. unless it's the government or if it's some new deity the yep. antichrist or whatever that jumps in there yeah especially if you walk them into them right you know you yeah oh, like dude hey we know everything you based your faith on is not real and is a lie but it's but not hey, far-fetched from what actually took place we've got this new guy here maybe you should look into right <laughs> sorry new york you've been hit by a giant earthquake but there is a silver lining <laughs> <laughs> jesus isn't real this earthquake just wiped your city out, but we got a guy who can help you. <laughs> the why? Yeah, it's it just, sounds crazy, but like I said, and with harp, like if you start going down that the the harp hole, so to speak, like it's not. I keep saying like I'm gonna hate this when I listen to this <laughs> again, but it's not far fetched to know that they have the capabilities of doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, and like that um, guy I was just talking about, that Chris Matthew, he um, dude, he, he said there's been such crazy off-the-wall seismic activity in parts where it shouldn't be happening at all. So that says to him that we are geoengineering this stuff. It's not happening on its own. Places that shouldn't have earthquakes or are sorry. having earthquakes. Man. Okay. So step one, get rid of all, but they don't even necessarily have to get rid of all the old archaeological evidence. Just have these earthquakes, incite widespread fear and panic. Yep. And then plant these new ancient artifacts that start making people question. Like, well, maybe, maybe my shit's not the way it's supposed to be. Right. So you got a scared general public that has nowhere to turn to, which kind of basically just paves the way for whatever they're going to do in the next step. Exactly. Well, step two. And it gets a little interesting, and at some points it kind of lost me a little bit because it goes into a lot of weird off-the-wall stuff. But this is when they start using the advanced technology. And it's kind of, the theory is kind of funny, and I almost disbelieve it, but at the same time, they brought Tupac back. So, oh, yeah. 
I feel like as far as the technology goes, you don't even question it. Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean, well, it says that the advanced technology that they're going to apparently use is going to be some type of three-dimensional holographic laser that gets projected all around the planet. And these projections are going to take the shape of whatever deity is most relevant. So in my head, I picture, say you go over the United States. God. You're going to have God like, slash like Jesus Christ. Christian God. There'll probably be crosses in the sky. Yep. And all these Christ, Christianity icons. You yep. know what I mean? That's exactly what I... And then you go to, you know... Uh, the Middle East, you'd have Middle all East, yeah. Exactly. Buddha. Yep. All these deities and... Oh, that would that would just off off the cuff make people lose their mind. Okay, well it gets better because you already have these wide all this widespread panic, earthquake, just just absolute chaos. Right, and then God shows up in the sky. Right. Okay. Like, oh shit. Yeah. So imagine that. Like Steve was saying, he's he's painting a great picture there, and I freaking appreciate it because I love it. But. So you have that, you know, you're not only, like he said, you're scared, you're stressed, you're praying to your God. And then out of nowhere, Jesus pops up in the sky. You're like, our prayers are answered. Yep. He, he, Help us. This, this, Save us. It's going to be able to speak in all languages. But by the end of the show, all of the gods across the planet will merge into one God, the Antichrist. Oh, people would lose their mind. Yeah, I mean, now that the picture is painted, like I, f I could see it. I could see it working. Oh, yeah. especially yeah. Like I said, people like if are going to be so, so scared. They're so hungry for help. They'd be like, "Oh, Jesus is here!" And then you have all these earthquakes. Holy in, shit! And like India and shit, and they're like, "Oh, well, here's our God!" And all of a sudden, it just goes. Like, I, I literally envision myself, say we had a massive earthquake and it leveled our homes and killed a bunch of people, and then you see Jesus Christ in the sky. Like, I could I could almost see me looking at it and going, holy shit, it's real. I am not a religious person by any means. But I, one of the most vivid dreams I've ever had, I know this is completely off topic, but it's kind of on topic, so bear with Roll me. Roll with here. it. I woke up, right, and I and no one is around. There's nobody in town. I'm walking around. I don't see anyone. I don't see anything. I don't hear anyone. There's no cars. The cars are just stopped in the streets, kind of like the rapture is what I would yeah, that's, that's Every, exactly Everybody what I was disappeared. Thinking. So... As I'm walking through, walking down blocks, seeing all these cars, I hear something in this minivan, right? So I go over there and I open the door and it's one of my buddy's moms and she's tucked under, like in between the back seats of this minivan and all she says is they're all gone and she points to the sky and I'm like, all right. Holy fuck. So I look up and there's three huge crosses in the sky, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, oh shit. And then I woke up. Dude, that's crazy because it ties in later on down the road. That's that's what I thought of when they're saying that they're posting all these holograms and shit, but that was my dream. But so he, thank like you. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like I like I was saying, like it I could see myself in a panic state, a devastated state, especially 
and I would never want to imagine this or picture it or actually have it happen. But imagine losing some of your family. Oh yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be begging for something to make things right. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, that image just pops in the sky, and that's assuming it's it's so advanced and so well done that without a doubt you believe it because you can't you're not seeing through it you're not seeing glitches i mean for like you know to your knowledge that's jesus christ in the sky or or buddha or or allah or whomever and then it merges into the antichrist but you don't know that's the antichrist right yeah you wouldn't have a clue that's going to be the supreme deity right you're like if all these other big heavy hitters morph into this one it's like the transformers come together into whatever that big transformer is well it could be as simple as like if it told them you know your because you'd have it sectioned off and you could literally be like you know your beliefs about your beliefs about me are are relatively on point but the imagery is not so much here's what i look like yeah that's and I, like in my brain, I picture it taking just little snippets of everyone's like religious head deity and kind of morphing it into this one. Right. Where it's not different enough that people find it foreign. There's still enough things in there that they'll relate to. Right. But anyways, the... Uh, like the Power Rangers when they all come together <laughs> to make the big Power Ranger, you can still see like, oh, there's the Pink Ranger. Right. Right. But apparently, with all this being said, the Soviets are going to be lending a hand. Of course. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets really confusing for me. The dastardly red herring <laughs> of every single conspiracy theory right. ever, ever. It gets really confusing, but at the same time, once again, in relation to current times, it is weird. And I'll, I'll start off with what I found out. You know, they're going to be using... Apparently, some computer radio wave or radio radio wavelengths, and apparently, with this research they've been doing, they've almost somehow paired every certain type of human with a certain type of radio wavelength. Before you go into the next step, um, like this is still in step two. Step two, okay. Before you jump out of that, I was gonna go into this that I found here. Did you see that about the like those cities that are appearing in the sky? I didn't see that in correlation, but I have seen stuff like that. Okay, before we jump down that, I'm going to stick with the holograms that they're putting in the sky. For sure. So, because Kyle did a bunch of research on this, and he brought it to the table today, and so I'm just kind of researching as we go. So I'm not trying to step on any toes here, no, but no, I thought no. saw this, and it was interesting. Um, The IB Times here did a story on Project Bluebeam, and conspiracy theorists claims that UFO sightings above the skies are actually part of Project Bluebeam. Yep. As per these theorists, the sightings of UFOs in the sky are actually tests conducted by elite forces in the world to check the efficiency of Project Bluebeam. Around a year back, the internet was taking the storm as images of advanced cities appeared in Chinese skies. I'm sure anyone who follows any kind of paranormal stuff remembers seeing these oh, yeah. crazy videos of city, like a city skyline in the sky. It is it fucking is bizarre. Nuts. I'll post some YouTube videos of it to our uh Facebook and Inst or Facebook and Twitter and Kyle'll shoot them over to Instagram if you can. For sure. 
and they strongly believe that this is part of the experiment to see how well these holograms work. Yep. So, sorry, Kyle. I just no, it's to, good. It's I was good. reading that. And I was like, man, that's crazy. But those sky videos are. They are bizarre. Insane. Um. Now the Soviets apparently, like I said, with these radio wavelengths and the computer programming, they they can somehow use them to even put suicidal thoughts into people's heads. And I'm sure that they've done tons of, you know, research on this stuff. But in, in correlation to current times, what's going on on the Internet with the Russians, quote-unquote? Yeah, they have their hands on everything. Yeah, well, they're doing all these, these stupid bot things, and they're covertly trying to influence people on certain subjects apparently and i'm sh- i mean i'm sure they have the technology to do that kind of shit oh yeah what's that theory where um the government trains soldiers and when they like they have trigger words when they say a certain word it's like a sleeper kind of but it's yeah, not it's not called a sleeper. Uh, i can't think of the word for it I, we just talked about this the other day it's like the manchurian candidate yeah that's it manchurian candidate yeah I'm sure. I'm sure it's totally plausible. Oh, for sure. Um, now, when the holograms result in the dissolution of social and religious order, they are going to somehow, or this will somehow set loose like programmed religious fanatics through a quote unquote demonic possession on an unimaginable scale because now you've had now they believe in this new deity and they all they've also had programming from their the wavelengths and computers and i'm sure at this point in time everything on social media because that's essentially the devil anyways (laughs) you know so you're gonna have a lot of brainwashed people right out of the bat or right out of the gate and it, it all sounds insanely far-fetched. But like when Steve was painting that picture, it all starts to make sense. And <laughs> ironically enough, in a little bit of the research that I did, this has actually been brought to the table before from the CIA in a plan to get rid of Castro. From Cuba. They were literally, you know, the the plan was to fake the second coming to help fuel their agenda to get rid of Castro in Cuba. So that's, I mean, it's actually been brought to the table from an operational standpoint. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't put anything past. No, and I mean... When you say it to me just like that, I don't feel like I'm a, that I just feel like that's a stupid idea. But when you the thing like they talk about anticipating religious and social disillusion, if they make these natural disasters big enough and heavy enough, they're not going to have to have religious disillusion. Everybody's going to be so terrified. Yeah. Especially when the one thing that they think is going to save them kind of morphs into something different they're they're immediately going to go after it they're gonna be like you know what if if all these deities are this one deity I, i'm gonna go with this team. right especially if somehow some way 
it starts to aid them in their time of need. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then to come in with like the the demonic possession and shit, and having all these people going crazy, it's just gonna add to the chaos and add to the fear. Like, oh shit, maybe maybe the world is freaking ending. You know? Yep. And then in uh, step three, which I I assume step three is like a like a build off of step two because it it said that basically what's going to happen is that people are going to think that God is actually speaking to them through telepathy. Kind of like the opposite of the, the demonic possession. Yeah. You know, you have some people here going off the cuff, like being possessed. Then you're going to have people start hearing God talking to them. Right. And in my mind probably isn't that much different, which, but Man, if you think about it, I don't know. The more, like, the picture gets painted, the more I see the actual final result. Because, like, when you when you were linking the, the, the possessions to the... So, like, you have the Russians who pick a, a one million people out of... Yeah, seven you know, billion. You know, this Illinois. We'll just do Illinois. Okay. You pick a million people... And that's all, let's say that's all the news we get to see is in Illinois. Like, holy shit, look at all these possessions. This is insane. But then all of a sudden, God's like, Steve, I'm here to protect you. Yeah. It's I'm gonna, watching it's over you. Comfort blanket. Dude, that would be messed up. Yeah. Like, I feel like the possession thing is like this, this the first little niche of mind control. Right. They're going to be like, we're going to try this out. And if this works. Could you imagine turning on your television and there's people running down the street, spitting up blood, crawling like backwards on their hands and knees and shit? Like I'm talking like exorcist kind of weird, bizarre, crazy shit. Dude, that'd be crazy. And you're going to be like, oh, you're going to get to the point. You're like, oh, shit, there's all these disasters. You know, the Jesus I thought was Jesus isn't really Jesus. Now everybody's getting possessed by the devil. What's What can help me? And then you start hearing God talk to you. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> You start hearing God, and you're like, okay. Like, I'm sorry for my French, but This will fuck. be all right. Because this, this right here says, like, because I'm reading on these websites as you're going through your notes, the third step is where mind control was going to take center stage. Telephonic communication devices would send waves, so your cell phone will send waves to each person within their own minds, can quote, convincing each of them that their own God is speaking to them from the very depths of their soul. Jesus. And you have to think that this was contrived in the early 90s, possibly before that. They, there weren't cell phones then, people. Nobody nobody had a phone on them at this time. Right. They're so far advanced now that everybody has a cell phone. My 12-year-old yeah. has a cell phone. Yep. My 9-year-old has an iPad, which would be exactly the same. So they were that far in advance planning this. Which suggests that the NWO is playing chess. You know, that they are so well thought out that they've seen the future coming. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are we still just on step two? No. No, we. that was three. So it says, uh, old boy Monsat explains that such rays from satellites are fed from the memories of computers that have stored massive amounts of data about every human on Earth and their languages. The rays 
will then interlace with their natural thinking from what we call diffuse, diffuse artificial thought. Okay, well, I'm going to stop you right there. Right there to me, I automatically, because I've been kind of like, as I pointed out with the earthquake guy and everything else, I've been trying to like link this to current times. And you just what you read off right there, what's the NASA been, or NASA, the NSA been accused of in the past couple of years? Oh, storing everybody's information. <laughs> right? The thing that I thought about was, you know how when you're on Facebook and you say something to somebody else? Oh, yeah. Or you think of something and then all of a sudden you're getting ads for it? Yeah. Or you're not even on Facebook. Somebody is storing your information somewhere. So it makes me, like, it's it's exactly what they're saying here, except... They're not using it to get you to buy a blender on Amazon. Right. They're just collecting all. Because if you think, if they're storing all this data and they can, if they're doing it telepathically, they know your fears, they know your hopes, they yeah. know your dreams, everything you think, they can just feed on that. Well, and everything has been listening to us. Yeah. And since everything is their own, because what got me, it said their own personal gods talking to them from their soul. It's just like everybody's experience is going to be like personal yeah which is going to make it even worse yep it's going to be even more terrifying right now in step four which is it it's almost like from what i've put together it's almost like step four has three separate plans i guess but ironically enough it's what the it's the whole reason that i got into this subject anyways because there's been a lot of chatter throughout the community, you know, from Sam Tripoli, Eddie Bravo. I'm I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan's mentioned it. A lot of people have talked about it, how the government or whomever has been gearing up for a fake alien invasion. Just watch a YouTube doc or a Netflix documentary on that. Yeah, you were telling me about that. It's crazy. Right. I can't remember the name of it. Well, apparently, this ties into that. It says, making humanity think an alien invasion is about to occur. Now, which is crazy, because there's been a lot of movies that have geared us toward this. You know, right out of the gate, what's the first one you think of? For me, it's Independence Day. Yeah. And apparently... the worlds. Right. Apparently, all of these have been used to, I guess, warp us into an into a form of acceptance of it? Yeah, it's just that warming. Make sense? They said it's just warming you up to it. Like, all this disclosure lately, like, I know just this week, the big Tom DeLong naval yeah. videos they've come out and said are legit. Like, not, they're legitly unidentified aircraft interacting with a naval aircraft. Right. So all these things that are coming out, you know, all these governments that are disclosing all these documents, they're just doing that to kind of warm the water right. for the public. Kind of just get you used to seeing it, gets you used to them acknowledging it. Yep. And it's weird. You got to admit that it's weird that they're even, I mean, they're not even saying this stuff's extraterrestrial. No. But the, the fact that they are admitting to, we don't know what it is. Yeah. That's it's weird. Like in America, I'm super stoked that we have the military defending us that we do. 
For sure. Because I feel like we're pretty much top of the line, right? Yeah. No offense to any of my other country listeners. It's just kind of like we're pretty advanced. Yeah. But when they come out and they say, we don't know what this is, that's terrifying. For sure. Especially if our current military can't touch it. It's terrifying. Yeah. But like where you're going with that, the big alien battle in the sky, the Independence Day, what better way to bring an entire world together Oh, absolutely. than to have an otherworldly enemy? Yeah, because that means everybody on the planet is going to have one common enemy. Yeah, and nothing makes friends like a common enemy. For sure. Because when when the the fate of literally the world rests upon everybody's shoulders, we're not going to be fighting with each other anymore. No. We're going to be, all right. All that bullshit is going to be put to the side, and we're like, oh, damn. Oh, for sure, man. Now, this is, like I said, like I was saying, this is where it gets kind of confusing for me because they were saying, like I said, making humanity think an alien invasion is about to occur, making the Christians think the rapture is about to happen, then also sprinkling a mixture of electronic and supernatural forces allowing the forces to travel through their fiber optics, coax, power, and telephone lines to penetrate all electronic equipment. And it's all going to be accomplished by a special microchip, which I'm assuming is already put into everything. Yeah, probably all in all our phones. Right. And everybody's going to be so scared and terrified at this point, it's not even going to matter. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to be so bent, they're just willing to break. Yep. At this point, when earthquakes have wiped your cities out and you everything you put your faith in isn't what you thought it was, and then all there's this epidemic of demonic possessions, and then now you've got to deal with aliens. It's like a whole bunch of bullshit is going on that you're yeah. going to have to deal with. Well, yeah, you're going to be you're going to be freaking out, and if you're not, you're one hard mofo. Or you just completely shut off from technology. Yeah, which... I wish I was sometimes. That's off to you. But apparently there's already a device that's been perfected that will lift enormous amounts of people into the sky. What? And that's what that's what apparently all these UFO abductions are. They're tests of this device. So, so it's like a rapture machine. Because when you yes, hear rapture, you think of people... Floating up to heaven. Yeah. And that, I, you know. And that makes sense as far as people that, getting abducted. Well, the alien invasion and what the rapture. The hell? It's mind-blowing. It sucks. It does suck. And keep in mind, this was all presented in 94. Yeah. Sucked then, too. You know. Now, you know, with that being said... The assumption for this timeline when it was presented in 94, they assumed it was going to happen around the year 2000. I heard that there were there were a couple different dates that he was predicting it to hit. Well, if you think about it on a grand scale, like say, say Steve, let's, let's pretend we're the NWO. Can I be Hulk Hogan? Sure. Yeah, brother. <laughs> but let's just say that we're, you know, we're pulling the strings. Now, as I said before, the NWO works behind the curtains. They're playing chess 
on a chessboard that we don't even know exists. So they have to systematically influence the entire world to get them to go, to basically fall into line with what they need. But let's say something happens like Trump and there's a wrench in their system and they have to reroute their plan. You know, because if the world doesn't know they're playing chess back here, you know what I'm trying to say? They're just oblivious to it. Exactly. But we're still going about our lives. Like, you know, this matters to me and that matters to you. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it may contradict their prediction of what's actually going to happen. So they have to re reroute their moves in order to, to make it all align, which could further delay the 2000 timeline or the 2012 or wh- whatever it is. Which makes you wonder all these dates we get about the, the end of the world, you know, it happens all the time. Happened in 2000, yeah. happened in 2012. Makes you wonder if these are trickling down from behind the scenes and people are getting ears in here. And, it is possible. And the real information isn't coming out, but like, oh, the Mayan calendar ended here, which is interestingly enough, an ancient artifact. Yeah. They could have been meddled with. For sure. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. it's It It makes you think, nevertheless. And I'm sure there's a lot of you that are listening and calling complete bullshit, which. It's a conspiracy theory. You're supposed to. Absolutely. But before we wrap it up, I found some other shit. Go at it. All right. So. um, Other theories that tie into this. So they've got your religion. They broke it down. They're totally got you wrapped in fear. What's one of the other things that they haven't touched yet? Your financial situation. Oh, yeah. So people are tying into this whole big cryptocurrency thing. Yeah. That could be part of this Project Blue Book plan. Uh, One component includes phasing out of cash. Monast, or what's his name? Monast? Monast? Monast. Said that the plan would be executed after a financial crisis. Not a complete crash, he said but enough to allow them to introduce some kind of in-between currency before they introduced electronic cash to replace all paper or plastic money. That way, they have everything at their disposal online, right. such as cryptocurrencies. See, that's that scares me. The fact that physical money is being eliminated absolutely scares me. And it it's so weird because I don't really hardly ever carry cash. I do from time to time, but I don't obviously don't carry large amounts of cash. But yeah, I might have like a 20 or 40 bucks. Just in, in case. Yeah, for sure. Because there's still places that don't take cards. Absolutely. But my fear with there actually not being hard money is, say, the power grid goes down or or somebody like in this situation decides to meddle with all of our accounts and makes us helpless. Because at that point, it's just numbers, numbers in a system. Yeah. And every system can be hacked. Or... Or programmed any way they want, right? And they could basically, you know, we could, we could, we could save for twenty years straight and have hundred thousand dollars in the bank, and you're like, this is awesome. And then one day it just goes blop, gone. Why is my Why is my money gone? Well, we don't know. There's some type of glitch in the system. We don't know, but here have have these um, internet coins. Yeah. They'll help you. Spend them at our internet uh, shop over here. To me, that's scary. It really people, is. Because people, if if they lose all their money and then this big totalitarian state says, here, have some. Right. They're going to be like, thank God. Right. You saved us. Yep. You saved my kids from starving. Yeah. And it just plays Which back they, into that. Yeah, then you then you feel like you owe them. 
Another thing. How much time we got? We're cutting. We got. We got time. time. There is a theory about Monas' death. They said the details of his death is, and his life, for that matter, are kind of in the gray. They're yeah. Still disputed. But they said he had absolutely no previous heart problems before this heart attack. So if Project Bluebeam can create an earthquake, who says they can't create heart attacks? Oh, dude, that's been that's been discussed for a minute. The fact that they've had stuff to be able to fake people's heart attacks and stuff like that. Dude, that would suck. For sure. Like especially for if sure. like <laughs> kind of like the Manchurian candidate thing like instead of a keyword that makes you go crazy a keyword that just makes your heart stop yeah hope mine's not something dope like french fries well, shit in today's That'd world suck. you wouldn't even need a gun to fake a heart attack or anything like that you could you could literally off somebody with just say just say I killed you with some poison once you hit the corner if you're a powerful enough person you just go in there and go hey this person died of a heart attack didn't they or could you imagine if, like, after all these earthquakes happened and then you have all these possessed people, if they had some big public outing, like, say, a big... I think I see where you're going. Yeah, say some... Say the the new super god is out having this big get-together and there's a hundred million people watching and then all of a sudden half of them just keel over from heart attacks. <laughs> I was thinking even scarier. What if you were there at the same rally where there's a hundred thousand people, a million people, and people just start turning into demons? Yeah, start getting possessed. It reminds me of twenty eight. And when you start talking about it, it made me think of twenty eight days later. Oh yeah, exactly. Like where they're running and crazy. Yeah, it would be nuts because, yeah. You want to talk about panic? It's like it's like every fear-inducing end of the world situation combined. You have natural disasters. You have. Uh, basically this demonic plague, so to speak, that makes people go crazy. And then you have alien invasion. Yeah. And it's like it's like all these blockbuster movies they're just going to put into one to try to take over. Yeah. It's strange. Freaking stupid governments. It's definitely strange. <laughs> that was a good one. Good pick. It was oh. fun. Caught me off guard. It I didn't even fun. look into that. Throwing that left jab. <laughs> so probably wrap it up there for sure if anyone feels like uh the government is getting ready to possess them with a demon please call us yeah let us know or if anyone's looked into this deep or they feel like they've got some kind of information on this email us call us and we will gladly talk about it yeah or or we'll have you for an interview yeah that would be dope to have a conspiracy whistleblower on here for show that'd be awesome but that being said check us out at all our social medias facebook instagram twitter youtube just search hollow sky and hollow sky podcast and you can find us and if again if you have a story kyle's going to tell you how to get that story to us you can call us 1-877-800-HOLLOW and leave a message you can use your voice memo app on your phones, your smartphones, record your your experience, email it to us at hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. And that's that. So until we see you again or you hear from us again, stay safe out there, keep your eyes open for weird shit, and just let's get weird. Deuces. <laughs>